Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Spoken Worth. Thank you for watching the Spoken Worth podcast. If you're watching this week's episode, click like and subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can catch each week's episode that we release on Sundays at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. Again, I also make music and I'm releasing a brand new spoken word poem on Friday, May 26th, 2023. It's called Burn the Idols. It's produced by legendary producer B-Way. And so you don't want to miss this song. It's really, really awesome. And we're really excited for you to hear it. So pre-save it. The pre-save link is available in the description of this video on my YouTube channel, or it's available in my bio of all my social media platforms, or you can find it available on spokenworth.net. That's my website, spokenworth.net. Again, pre-save my upcoming song, Burn the Idols, May 26th, 2023. Thank you for watching this week's episode. I hope it's an episode that brings value to your life, and I hope it's something that's worth your time. You matter. You're appreciated. You're loved. Thank you for watching this week's episode. Enjoy. Alright everybody, let's jump right into today's episode. Today's episode is more of a Bible study centered episode. It's going to be simple, it's going to be sweet, and and I really just want to get to the point, and it's all about following the Holy Spirit. And I think a lot of times in Christianity, we overcomplicate what it means to follow the Holy Spirit. We make the Holy Spirit some mysterious thing that can't be understood, or some mysterious thing that that we have to have some special knowledge, or some special gift, or some special... Uh, anointing or experience in order to encounter, in order to have. And that, that I really just want to look at scripture today to show us why the Holy Spirit and following the Holy Spirit and living by the Spirit is actually far more simple than we realized. And it's not something that is uh, unknowable to us today. And so I want to look in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 10, as well as Acts chapter 4, verses 5 through 22. And the three points that we're going to be looking at today, there's three points we're going to be looking at in this podcast, is one, following the Holy Spirit is about making the ordinary extraordinary. And then we're also going to look at how following the Holy Spirit is about being boldly unashamed of Jesus. And then lastly, we're going to look at how following the Holy Spirit is about pursuing to please God rather than than please people, or trying to listen to the voice of God rather than the voice of culture. So let's begin by looking at Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. In Acts chapter 3, verses 1 through 10, uh, we see our example of, of Peter and John, and they're going about their day. They're on their way to the temple for the hour of prayer. And, and during this time, they, they encounter a man that is said in the text to be laid there daily. And he asks for alms. He asks for money, change, any kind of uh, anything he can get. He's a beggar outside of this temple. And he's been lame from birth. That's how the text describes him in verse 2, that he was a man lame from birth. And and so I just want want you to imagine... Uh, for a moment, what this scene would have looked like. It's, it's Peter and John. It's around three o'clock PM. It's the, it's the hour of prayer and, and they're on their way to their temple. They're doing something that they would have been 
uh, doing on a regular basis. This is part of their, their regular schedule, their regular agenda. They're, they're Christians. They follow Jesus. Uh, they're disciples. They're apostles. They are, they're obviously going to dedicate their time to praying to God. But on their way to this time of prayer, they encounter this man. They encounter a man that maybe other people have encountered all day long. Maybe people have encountered him every day of the week. He's laid there daily and he's outside of this temple. And so a lot of people that are going into this temple to pray on a daily basis are encountering, are encountering this man or are passing by this man are seeing this man and maybe some people are giving money to him maybe some people are just passing him by we don't know but what we know is that peter and john uh in this text they encounter this man and the man asks them for alms he asks them as if they have any money or change or anything that he can they can give him and this is what's interesting in verse four of chapter three in, in the book of acts we see that Peter says this, Peter looked straight at him, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. I just want you to pause for a moment before we even get into the rest of the text. Imagine what it would have been like for this man to have them say, look at us. And then for him to look at them and, and, and be expecting Maybe what other people had given him. Imagine what would have been going through his mind. Imagine the anticipation that he would have been feeling. But then look at what is said in verse 6. Then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who had, uh, who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. And, and in this text, we see a miracle take place. We see Peter and John perform this miracle over this lame man outside of the temple. And, and that's really what is often seen as the most important part is, wow, there was a miracle that took place. They exercised the power of Jesus. They healed this man. They allowed him to get up and walk in the name of Jesus. And yes, that's true. The name of Jesus has power. The name of Jesus is powerful. The name of Jesus can heal. But I don't want to focus necessarily on what we always focus on within this story. But rather, I want to focus on the details of this story so that we can actually see what it looks like on on our walk, on our daily, in our daily lives, what it looks like to follow the Holy Spirit. And, and this is where we find why it's super relatable, because I'll be honest, a lot of us aren't walking around just healing everybody that's begging for money. We're not healing everybody of all their physical ailments. We're not healing everybody of all their, uh, of all their diseases or whatever it may be. So a lot of times we look at these stories with the apostles. We look at these stories of, uh, of healing, and we think that there's 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 this gap or disconnect, but really I think there's a lot here that's very relevant for us today. Notice how Peter and John are going about their day-to-day -day schedule. That's like a lot of us. We go about our daily schedule and they are presented with an opportunity to either go on about their day or stop and let their day be interrupted. And that's where it gets interesting. 
at least in my mind. I, I, I really think it's interesting that they have the choice to either say, hey, sorry, we don't have any silver or gold, uh, but, but have a great day. Be blessed. We'll pray for you. Or maybe not even notice them at all. Or maybe they would have thought that we have to uh, uh, emphasize and put the hour of prayer at such an importance that, that, that we don't have time right now. They had a lot of different options, but what they chose to do was stop what they were doing, stop their schedule, stop their daily routine, and give this man what they did have. And so the miracle behind the miracle is actually something that's very relevant for us today. The miracle behind the miracle is threefold. One, it's availability. Two, it's eyes to see others uh, when others don't. And then three, it's sharing Jesus. And these are areas that all of us share that are similar to the, the story here with Peter and John. All of us, similar to Peter and John, can follow the Holy Spirit by making ourselves available for other people. And notice, when we make ourselves available for other people, we do make ourselves available for God. They were going to the temple to pray, but actually God had an extraordinary opportunity for them through an ordinary moment that was presented to them. Something that maybe occurred on a daily basis, something ordinary turned into something extraordinary because they chose to make themselves available for the man outside of the temple. And the same is true for us. God every day has extraordinary moments for each of us in the ordinary moments of our life. Everywhere we go, there's opportunity to allow the ordinary to become extraordinary. And, and it starts by being available for other people. And that's what it looks like to follow the Holy Spirit in a, in a big way, is being available for other people, opening yourself up to other people's needs other than just your schedule and other than just your routine and other than just what you have going on. The world doesn't revolve around me. And that, that takes a that takes a humility and an availability for other and uh, for others. And Jesus was a man that was available for other people. And so, following the Holy Spirit is it starts by being available for other people, and then it it shifts into having eyes to see those who others do not. And and when we see others as Jesus sees them, we will see them when no one else sees them. And and who do you encounter on your ordinary day to day life? that perhaps goes unseen or unheard by everyone else around them? Who do you encounter in your workplace or on the road or at a gas station or, or in a grocery store or uh, in your uh, wherever it may be in your day-to-day -day ordinary life? Who is it that maybe you're passing by that maybe if you gave some availability to them, you can then see them when no one else can see them and hear them when no one else hears them. And then it presents an opportunity for you to share Jesus with them. When, if you weren't available for them and if you didn't see them when no one else saw them, you would have never been able to have that opportunity. So following the Holy Spirit is a journey. It's a process. Following the Holy Spirit isn't just all of that in one moment. And, and if it ever happens to where you can get to the place where you share Jesus with someone in the same moment and the same time that you made yourself available for them and you saw them when no one else saw them, then that's a beautiful thing. That's what happens here in this story. But sometimes it doesn't always work out like that. Sometimes it's a long process and a long journey of continually making yourself available for other people or for some or for someone else, continually seeing other people when they're unseen, continually hearing others out when they're unheard, 
and then continually sharing Jesus in an example and in word. Not just in, in, in sharing him verbally, not just sharing the gospel and the truth of the gospel from his word, but also sharing it in your service to them, your, the way you treat them, the way you love them, the way you respond, the way you speak to them. But understand that we can follow the Holy Spirit the way that Peter and John followed the Holy Spirit here in this text. By making ourselves available for other people, by seeing others when others don't see them, and then by sharing Jesus with them. How often do we fail to share Jesus with other people because we're scared of their reaction? Or we think we don't know enough. Or we think that they won't receive it well. None of that matters. What matters is making ourselves available for other people, seeing them and hearing them, and then sharing truth and sharing Jesus' love for them. Because that can change their life. And people, people are looking for what Jesus has to offer. And then I think what else we learn in this story is also what we see a little bit later in the story. In Acts chapter 4, uh, if you look in Acts chapter 4, in verses 5 through 13, we see what happens as a result of a lot of this. Uh, Peter and John heal the lame man. The lame man spreads the news. The, peop, uh, the, the religious order finds out and they put him, on, they put him in prison. They put him in, on trial. And they're, they're actually trying to decide what to do with Peter and John. And, and what's interesting is we see in chapter 4 and verses 5 through 22, it says this, The next day the rulers and the elders and the teachers of the law met in Jerusalem. Uh, Annas the high priest was there and so was Caiaphas. John, Alexander, and others of the high priest's family. Wow, so this is like everybody that's anybody that's important or that's high-ranking or that's elite. This is like all the big dogs are here. All, all the most important people are here at once. And they had Peter and John brought before them and began to question them, by what power or what name did you do this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of the people, if we are being called to account today for an act of kindness shown to a man who was lame and are being asked how he was healed, then know this, you and all the people of Israel, it is by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, by whom God raised from the dead, that this man stands before you healed. Jesus is the stone you builders rejected, which has become the cornerstone. Salvation is found in no one else, for there is no name under heaven given to mankind by which we must be saved. When they saw the courage of Peter and John and realized that they were unschooled, ordinary men, they were astonished and they recognized that these men had been with Jesus. But since they could see the men the man who had been healed standing there with them, there was nothing they could say. So they ordered them to withdraw from the Sanhedrin and then they conferred together. What are we going to do with these men? They asked. Everyone living in Jerusalem knows that they have performed a notable sign and we can't deny it. But to stop this thing from spreading further among the people, we must warn them to speak no longer to anyone in his name. Then they called them in again and commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, which is right in the eyes of God to listen to you or to him? You be the judges. As for us, we cannot help, uh, we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard. 
and after further threats, they let them go. They could not decide how to punish them because all the people were praising God for what had happened. So this is what we see in Acts chapter 4, 5 through 22. They're on trial. They're about to punish them, but they, they can't because they can't deny the truth at, at what had happened. And so what we see is that they charge them not to speak in the name of Jesus Christ ever again. But then what Peter and John do is amazing. And we see this is also what it looks like to follow the Holy Spirit. They look right in the eyes of Caiaphas, the judge himself, and they say, you be the judge, whether we should listen to you or to God. And so in other words, following the Holy Spirit looks like having a bold, unashamed attitude about Jesus Christ. It means being boldly unashamed of Jesus in our relationship with him. And notice this is a sharp contrast to the Peter before Jesus' uh, crucifixion or during Jesus' crucifixion. During Jesus' crucifixion, Peter abandoned Jesus. Peter was afraid. Peter denied Jesus three times. And now, after Jesus has raised from death and has sent his Holy Spirit, and now Peter, after he's been filled by the Spirit, is now demonstrating a bold, 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 unashamed attitude about Jesus Christ. And it's much different. And notice what the people uh, in this text recognize. They recognize that they had a relationship with Jesus, not because they were educated, not because of how smart they were, but because of their boldness, but because of how unashamed they were of Jesus Christ. And the same is true for us today. People will recognize that we have been with Jesus, that we are in a relationship with Jesus through our unashamed attitude about Jesus, through a bold attitude about Jesus, we should not be ashamed of our relationship with Jesus. And so following the Holy Spirit looks like having boldness and it looks like being boldly unashamed of Jesus Christ. And so that's really what I wanted to emphasize in this episode is really the simplicity of Christianity. Christianity is not supposed to be for rocket scientists. It's not supposed to be for experts. It's not supposed to be for perfect people. Notice, John and Peter were unschooled common men. Or in other translations, it says uneducated common men. These are ordinary fishermen that are following Jesus. How? By following the Holy Spirit, by being available for other people, by seeing others that other people do not see, and by sharing Jesus with them instead of just refusing to uh, uh, to extend Jesus to them. He shares Jesus with them, and then after that, they are boldly unashamed of Jesus. And so that's the blueprint for us. That's the blueprint of what it looks like to follow the Holy Spirit. It looks like being available for other people. It looks like seeing others that others don't see. It looks like sharing Jesus, and it looks like being boldly unashamed of Jesus and having a bold, unashamed attitude of Jesus Christ. And so if you're watching this, my encouragement for you is to simply simplify Christianity. Follow the example you see here in this story in Acts chapter 3, 1 through 10, and in Acts chapter 4, 5 through 22. Follow the example of Peter and John as they follow the Holy Spirit. And we can follow the Holy Spirit today. And we can help change people's lives through Jesus Christ. And so if you're watching this episode... Uh, 
Thank you. Thank you for watching this far. Click like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, we release a weekly episode every Sunday at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern. If you watch this video, go ahead and click uh, the next video. I've released a video with this video as well, and it's on the topic of can Christians get tattoos? And so can Christians get tattoos? You can check out my answer to that in the video that I released with this video or along with this video. It's episode 13. So like, subscribe to the channel, and also pre-save my upcoming song, Burn the Idols, that drops everywhere Friday, May 26th, 2023. That's available everywhere Friday, May 26th, 2023. It's produced by B-Way. It's an excellent song, and we can't wait for you to hear it. It's May 26th, 2023. Pre-save link is in the description. Thank you for watching this week's episode. You matter. You're appreciated. You're loved. Speak worth, speak life, not hate. Blessings.